Greetings fellow slingers, you know who it is. It's me, your trusted handler, Brian, welcoming you once again to the show. As always, before we get started, I want to give a shout out to our newest YouTube subscriber, Henry Anderson. Welcome to the channel. I hope you're enjoying this latest season of World Hard 20. I also want to give a shout out to Brassfy over on Instagram. He commented that every time I see your show pop up since I found it, I get excited and know my day is going to be awesome. You know what? This comment made my day awesome. This is what I mean when I've said in the past that if what we're doing brightens someone's day, helps them along, pulls them from a slump, or gets them riding high, then it makes doing the show all worthwhile. That's why I constantly ask that you tell a friend or a family member about the show. Who knows, maybe listening to this group of misfits roll polyhedron bones and pretend to be alternate entities might be just what the doctor ordered. I know that from my own personal experience that there was one show that I listened to when I was down and it really seemed to raise my morale, really brought me up and, and actually had me considering, you know what, I think I'd like to do a podcast and here we are today. So I'm glad we're doing it for all of you. Remember, follow us on all those social media experiments. Check us out at our YouTube channel at Roll the Hard 20 and subscribe. It really helps out the show. Don't forget, leave us that five-star rating and review on whichever podcast app you listen to the show on. And believe me, we're on a lot of them out there. And finally, and this is important, don't be fooled by other shows who pretend to be who they aren't. There is only one World of Hard 20 podcast, only one trusted GM, DM, handler, keeper, and ref, and only one show who will always remind you to Warm up your dice and top off your glasses. Roll the Hard 20 podcast presents our Delta Green homebrew scenario under a pale moon, episode four. I love you each. I love you all. I'm even channeling oh. my guy today. Nice. <laughs> what are you sipping on there, Adesso? Oh, this is um, my wife's a flight attendant, so she she brings home. Uh, these Put it in front little, of you. Uh, there you go. You know, um, in front know, of you, Bloody Mary. No, it's just club in front soda. of your face, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put it in front of you, and it'll show up. Da. There you go. <laughs> he disappeared. <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't. Shit. I'm actually undead. I don't show up in mirrors or on camera. <laughs> oh my god! Well, so yeah, so it's a little mini container of club soda. How you guys liking the AP so far? Very much. Uh, not really looking forward to going out in the snow. Well, you know, yeah, before the we, sun is setting. <laughs> before we begin this episode, there's there's a few things I want to kind of go over real quick before I give us the rundown of where we are. Uh, I want you guys to remember that some roles may not fall under a specific skill, in which case you might just use the stat times five to succeed at it, like whatever stat you feel would would most genuinely represent that check that you need to make, like a strength check or a dex or, or an intelligence or whatnot. Also, in some cases, if you're trained in something and it's reasonable, a role may not be required. In fact, a bonus may be applied. 
depending on how familiar your background is to that information. Okay. Also, don't forget to add a check next to a, the box of any skill that you fail. After the session, if you survive, you'll roll a 1d4 and add that number to the skill. And yes, it is 1d4 now because they updated the rules to reflect this. I just didn't see it in my in my book because it's a, it doesn't it's have a the minus book. one anymore. No, it's just straight up 1d4. How nice of them. And so. that's after like a pale moon, not like session two. That's correct. Like episode. Gotcha. Yeah, because uh, you guys are going to We'd be badass. <laughs> All right. Well, let me lead us in. Greetings, fellow singers. Welcome back to Roll the Hard 20 podcast. It is I, your trusted handler, Brian, welcoming you to another episode of our Delta Green homebrew scenario under a pale moon, episode four. And with me, my hard slingers. Hell. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you guys, <laughs> shut that fuck up. <laughs> so you guys want to head out and search for Agent Kramer, correct? You managed to persuade Ranger Belvin to allow two of you to go out on the snowmobile and for each one of those individuals to pull a weapon out of the storage room, you know, where the bodies are. You also informed them that the suspect, Macklemore, was hungry and in disbelief, Ranger Muha says that he is going to go check on the suspect, at which point you have some decisions to make. So who wants to go where and do what to whom and how many times? I remember, I think each was going to go with uh, Muha out on the snowmobile to get to find Kramer because there was only room for two of them. And then Muha did not say he was going to go, though. Yeah, I don't think any of us decided yet either. Yeah, because I just listened to the episode and and you guys had made a decision. It was when Agent Odesso had informed Ranger Belvin that Macklemore was was hungry and and he was in disbelief. He's like, how can that be? This guy was damn near in a coma. And then Muha said, I'll go. I'll go check it out and see what's going on. That's right. Originally. Ichi and. Ramirez were going to go out on the snowmobile. I think Macamura was going to stay behind with Odessa, who was going to go back in and question the suspect when all these other things started to develop. So you guys are currently right at the nook of the kitchen. Muha's going to start heading down towards the uh, towards the holding room. Tell me what you guys would like to do. Okay, Odessa right. wants to go with um, Muha just to make sure that he doesn't do anything to the um to the prisoner and he would also like um we need uh, a minute to talk agents yeah well, i forgot this our Muha. friend's name who's there also what was his name kumura makamura that's me makamura yeah sorry ichi kumura what do you say they all look alike not at all <laughs> there's makamura there's ichi kumura there's Macklemore. the names the may main... sound alike yeah. but no yeah. they don't there's look mavis and melvin and belvin and Marvin and Martin and Muhaha. <laughs> so, Bugasa, this this person being held was shot three times the day before, and he's up and running fine. It was. Doesn't really that strike you as a little odd? It did strike me as odd. He came to the bars. He was walking around. He barely clutched himself. He complained of hunger rather than pain. And as a matter of fact, it was a little surprise. He was surprised that there would be other people there. When we first contacted him, he was laying in his bunk facing the wall and he was seemed to be expecting someone else and then when he heard our voices he turned around and was quite surprised 
from his perspective, he's only been gone three days. He's not sure where he went and how he got lost. He's not exactly clear on what he had with him, but they took, uh, he claims that the Rangers took his clothing, his belt, his boots, his coat and everything else. It's one of the things I wanted to check to see whether or not his clothing was torn and if he could have secreted a weapon inside there. More importantly, to figure out what they took from him, if they actually took what he claims he had on him. Because somewhere out there, he claims he has a bedroll, a backpack, and a lean-to. No sleeping bag, no tent, but there should be equipment out there somewhere to be found that would verify that he has been out there, at least like he says. Well, he says he's, or Belvin also said that he's been connected with a man who's been missing for 27 years. And he has no recollection of that, if that is the case. And we know that it is most likely the case. Otherwise, local police would be handling this. Strange that the ranger stations picked this up and has sat on it. They didn't ask for any medical attention for him. More specifically, they said that he was quite gravely wounded. And yet they did absolutely nothing. And what's up with Muha's leg? You notice that? Look at Muha's leg. He's limping all around. There's a story there. He claims it's old age. Maybe it's arthritis, gets better of him during the cold weather. But if so, why is he here? Seems like he would take his advantage since he's been on the job for so long to take the winter season off. It's another mystery we have to unravel. Well, another thought that I had was typically after an officer discharged their firearm, don't they take it away from them? Either of you guys have an insight on that? Why these guys are still walking around with pistols? Yes, most of the time an inline duty offense will not be, t- the pistol won't be taken. It could be used as evidence depending upon who's doing the investigating. So in this case, they're investigating themselves. So he hasn't taken it upon himself to turn in his weapon. He still has it on his hip. He turned it into <laughs> the sheriff or the ranchers. <laughs> yeah, right. They didn't call. Gave it to himself. Yeah. They called, they called Makamura which is also strange in and of itself. Why did they go directly to federal jurisdiction? I mean, this is state parks. I'm not sure if on a map this has overlapping jurisdiction with the national parks, which in which case it would be appropriate to bring in the FBI. Trusted handler, where is Mapamura right now? He's standing right beside you guys. Oh, great. He's, I was gonna talk he's writing like all the shit we're saying down. <laughs> no, he's he's watching um, Ranger Muha as, as he had passed you and, and starting to go south down that one corridor towards where the uh where the holding room is but imagine that all this stuff is taking place at the same time yeah you know so agent makamura would you be able to uh follow and join ranger muha while we finish debriefing ourselves we want to make sure that this person that is in the cell it doesn't end up with another three accidental shots in him uh, that's probably not uh, a good idea. So you are. Odessa leans over and whispers in his ear, each his ear, he may be part of the problem. Makamura? Yeah, he seems to be quite um, agitated about the treatment of his partner. And he thinks that the prisoner may have be the person causing the injuries. So he's a little hot under the collar about it. Uh, mm. Would it be more than happy to assist in the observation I think so Ramirez is going to jump on this one and he's going to try to persuade him. He's going to say, you know, I just want to apologize to everybody. I know I came in here a little bit of a hothead. Uh, like Odessa said earlier, we had a really long trip. 
sorry i didn't want to come in here and you know big dick swinging or anything like that so guys i'd be happy to help out any way i can all right so he's gonna try to just kind of intercede before makamura can take that step should i roll this persuasion this is against makamura correct yeah if he's gonna try to fight and be the one to go down like you want to so, physically so, attack Macamara? No, 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 no. He's just trying to persuade oh, okay. him. Kind of like, no, no, no. I got this, buddy. Okay. Don't worry. And I'm sorry. I'll do the the grunt work. You know, that, you don't worry about that. Go ahead and make your so, persuasion. I got okay. thir thirty three under sixty five. Okay. Well done. He looks at you and says, "Look, uh, agent, I believe you." Hmm. Doesn't if you get like a double number, doesn't that mean something? It's 33. It yeah, it's a if it's under then it's a crit success. Oh baby, he's going to shine my shoes. Uh I I look at you and I am not so certain that you have Agent Kramer's best interests at heart. Why do you prevent me from handling what should be done? We should be out there looking for Agent Kramer. So Romeo's like, no, no, maybe you're misunderstanding. I'm saying you don't have to stay here. I'm going to go help Mahu. So, yeah, that's that's absolutely not what's happening right now. In fact, it's Muha. you guys figured out. Exactly. <laughs> hey, th thank you for clearing that up for me. I, like I said, long trip. Thank you. Thank you. Damn, that's what I get for a crit success. This guy should be, you know butter in my hands baby well he actually rolled to contest that and wow. he he succeeded but that's because crazy. you did a crit success that's why he's not shining your bone right now yeah. <laughs> um, so what what happened just now like did he fail succeed no he succeeded okay so he's not so, gonna go he's not gonna go down and intercept muha see the whole so out of character the whole i wanted makamura out of the fucking way so we could talk about if we needed to fucking go out there and find this agent of his or not like Sorry, i man. believe that no that's no, okay i believe that so splitting what us is up, our next plan <laughs> hold on this we is still out of character are, are, are to... <laughs> what's that <laughs> we're in a we're in a little pocket zone here you know <laughs> he's so, leaving no. in now i mean he's basically no, oh could they get you another drink agent Ramirez? yeah i'm i'm yeah speaking out not in character at all so this is just to the, the panel here but yeah um yeah that was the idea because like i think going out there at nighttime as it gets colder two people one on a snow you know it's like who knows how to drive a snowmobile so it might have to be one of the sheriffs if they are the rangers if they're kind of in on something which i don't necessarily know if they are or not other than they, they shot this dude up so uh, i was just trying to get that so we could I we can talk Tony, about this no, no, in no. character, but I guess uh, Tony uh, the character. Tony succeeded on his uh, persuasion role on me. That's what happened. <laughs> I was like, he made a really good point. I should go help him. So then, back. So uh, it, not in character yet. You're gonna go to the pen with Muhaha. Yeah, Ramirez will okay. remove himself from the uh, you know the, this area around the kitchen, and he'll head down the hallway with Muha. So yeah. who's going with Muha with him? Ramirez. And who else? Just Ramirez? Mm-hmm. Odesso, I thought you, you don't want to go down there now? I uh, would, but we're still... We should be doing two things at once. We should also be sending a party out to go look for Kramer. Uh, Odessa says to each it would probably be best if he went, because he's got the most training 
and unarmed, and being since the pickings for a weapon is quite meager, he would have the best chance. Assuming we can get Muha to go out there. If he's not going to go out there, he's going to give us directions, and it should be two of us. And... Well, I don't want to go out there on my own with the trigger-happy ranger who's already shot a stranger three times and has something a little shady in his thing and doesn't want to go back out there anyways, but who knows how to ride a... Belvin. Johnny Belvin. Let Johnny Belvin take you out and show you his sick moves with his little uh, greaser haircut. Well, we got to figure that out. So Are you guys be out there. back in game right now? No. Uh, yeah. No, no, we're not oh, in game. I wasn't because I said I wanted. Yeah, I, I, I don't trust that sheriff, you know, or whatever. <laughs> no, we we haven't get had a chance to, to really speak agent to agent. Yeah, that's why I wanted to like talk a little bit before we uh, blazed in, like not to ruin the gameplay, but I, we need to figure out what we want to do because we haven't. Uh, we just been running twenty four like or twenty four seven on this, and we're gonna go out mentioned. and take out a werewolf with a twenty two, if it is. If it's a werewolf, it, if it's, we're lucky, it's, man, we are it's not a Wendigo. <laughs> unprepared for any violent encounter. I got a silver ring on, so I'm okay. Yeah, maybe that'll help. <laughs> Bitch, slap it with the ring. Pow. Um, okay, sorry, uh, handler. We'll we'll jump back in game. Odessa, Odessa, are you going to go with Mahu as well? Yes, I'll go with Mahu right now. Meanwhile, um, let's all give some thought to who should go out and look for Kramer. I have a feeling we're not going to get much help from our ranger friends. Everybody I mean, making an alertness to go follow check. Alertness? Oh, yeah. Finally, something I'm good at. All of us? Uh, All of you. Yeah. All of you. Who my boy Mac? Whoa. Finally. What do you yes. got there, Desso? 15 under 25. Okay. I Each. thought I was going to fail it. 18 under 53. Romeo. 75 over 44. Huh? <laughs> Odessa, you and each, as you guys begin your powwow, you notice that Ranger Belvin is gone. He's no longer in the kitchen nook. Okay. Hmm. Well, maybe uh, Agent Makamura and I can talk to Ranger Belvin about the best way to get out to the site and look for Agent Kramer. I do not know how to drive a snowmobile. And I, I don't know if you do, Makamura. Uh, I can, I can do my best. I was trained in driving in all-terrain conditions such as this. I might be able to get us out there. Then hopefully get us back. <laughs> you said this is past sunset, Brian? Yes. So it's like dark and like snow's coming it's down. It's probably super close cold. to like 7.30 at this time. By the time you got up there at 5.30 and started doing your introductions and then checking out the bodies and then checking checking in with uh, their suspect and getting to know the rangers and everything, we're looking at about 7.30 right now. Is there a second for me to go into the storeroom and grab that pistol? Which pistol? Just thinking that. The, the uh, 357. Yeah, but if you recollect, Belvin wanted just the two individuals that were going out to procure but nobody's around yes so that's, that's what you gone i'd like that's to up to you if that's that. what you want to do yes so very quickly on my way to go after muhaha because he's already going down the, the hallway still muha <laughs> muha still i keep thinking of finding nemo it's like shark bait uhaha and you said muha so it's muha so what's, what's the guy's first name it's like jim sam yeah. something easy yeah it's sam a hard one to remember gotcha 
Well, if there's if there's a second on the way down the hall, it just will. You guys are literally right in front of that doorway. I'll go back inside real quick, grab the pistol, check the chambers, and then put it in my pocket. Okay. As you open up the wheel, you notice that all six rounds are in the weapon. Excellent. All the primers are solid. What's that? Any spare ammunition on the shelves? No, not for the 357. Okay. All right. Well, that'll have to do for now. In fact, for that matter, none of of the weapons had spare magazines. It was just whatever the weapons had. You got to figure that these weapons were reclaimed from uh, hikers that had dropped them somewhere down the line. So it's not like they dropped the rifle and a bunch of spare mags. Usually they'll drop just the weapon itself or they'll leave it against a tree or something stupid, you know? Yeah, that makes complete sense. All right, so he'll put it in his pocket and go down the hall after Muha. Okay. Ramirez, what are you doing? I'm following Muha as well. Okay. And Makamura and I will look for Ranger uh, Belvin and see about procuring the keys to the snowmobile if we need to. And Okay. Going out there where the wild things are under the pale moonlight. So we're splitting the party. One, two, three for Ichi and Makamura. Let's follow Agent Adesso and Ramirez. Yes, I didn't get it. Nope. <laughs> so, both of you watch as Ranger Muha makes his way south down the corridor. He stops in front of the last door on the right, which leads into the holding room. He opens the door, steps inside, and closes the door. In our oh face? Or behind us. Well, I'm imagining you guys were a few feet behind him, but yeah, he does close the door. Okay, we close the distance and open the door. Okay, door opens. What do you want to do? Just gonna call out. Hey, Muha, is it okay if we make some sandwiches? Just to let him know we are behind you. Go ahead. All right, thanks, man. Odessa will stay. And how's the prisoner look? You see that Macklemore is standing up in his cell all the way against the northwest corner, almost leaning against his bunk, watching Ranger Muha. And kind of like as far back as he can get away from him, but he's eyeballing him. And then he sees you, Odesso, and he's like, man, I I thought you were going to bring me something to eat and you instead you bring this fucker? This is the guy that shot me. What do you? What kind of? What kind of bullshit are you playing here, Fed? Does the blood patterns on this guy's shirt seem to match the bloodshot wounds or the gunshot wounds that he had? Correct. Like when Muha shot him, there were three in the torso, from what I understand. Do the blood patterns on the Macklemore shirt appear to match where the bullet impacts would be? Make a, I want to say, make a, uh, make a forensics check. I don't know if that's really what I want. You might notice that, you know, you've been in fire situations and had to, you know, look, right? Tight grouping in the chest and there's the splatter yeah. marks. Make a criminology check. There you go. I like it. Yeah. Well, I got under, under 41 is what I need. Okay. So 30, 30. 30 30. Yeah, Winchester 33. Now, in this case, it was a 30 under 41. Okay. So you notice that his entire 
wife beater is soaked with blood. And as he's turning to look at you, you notice that there are three perforations in this shirt. One in the back, one in the side, his right side, and one just a little bit um, maybe on his lower right abdomen area. Could have been a graze. Uh, they all could have been grazes, possibly. But the way that the blood is on him, it it looks like it dominates the majority of the right side of his of his white tank top. Is there blood anywhere else? All down his pants and stuff when it, when he was bleeding out. Gotcha. But it doesn't look like he's got blood on the top of his shirt or blood on his arms or under his fingernails, other than what it would have been if he would contact for his hands. Well, I'm, I'm sure that he has it on his hands and on his forearms, but it's probably like from him grabbing himself, possibly. Yeah, yeah. That's the kind of stuff that you would have to ask him or try to make an investigation check to to make that determination. But you're going to need to spend some quality time with him gotcha. to see what, what his epidermis is all about. I'll ask him, uh, how you doing? How are those uh, gunshots? Are you seriously talking to me with this man here, with this, this motherfucker that just tried to kill me? You're supposed well, to be bringing me a sandwich. You bring this shock. One of the other agents is going to bring you a sandwich in case you didn't hear. He asked if it was okay if we made some. He's on his way to bring it back I now. I ain't saying another thing. And as Very this well. is going down, that's exactly what Ramirez is doing. He just wanted to make sure Muha wasn't in here just blasting the guy. So he's like already left the room and headed to the kitchen. To follow up on what you were saying, Mr. Macklemore, what is it you have against uh, Ranger Muha? Oh, you mean other than him shooting me? <laughs> well, Are you seriously? There. Why did he shoot you? Why do you think he shot you? I don't know. Like I told you, I I was lost. I came upon some campsite. I thought maybe I could find some place to warm myself. Next thing I know, I'm, I'm waking up here. So you don't remember the shots? Don't try your legalese on me. <laughs> well, do you I remember told being you shot I saw him. I saw him, and he said something. I said, don't shoot. The next thing I know, I, from my recollection, I wake up here. All right. Yeah, Deso turns to uh, Ranger Muha and says, um, sound about right to you? No, it doesn't. What happened? I already told you. Well, for us aged people, maybe we don't remember. Can you just run it through me one more time? I and the other FBI man had gone to go to the last crime scene, thinking that perhaps the suspect would return. That is when Agent Kramer and I got separated. I thought Agent Kramer was coming out of the bush when I saw this man, and he points to him in the cell, come across on the other side of the camp. I told him, to freeze and get down to the ground. He turned to run, paused, turned, and held something in his hand that looked like a weapon. At that point, I defended myself. Adesso turns to look over at Macklemore. So what'd you have in your hands? My fucking dick. What you think I had in my hand? I don't have any clothes. What do you think I had in my hand? A weapon. Where is it? Show me where it is right now. 
Go good on, question. all you, all you fools. What? So it's a good question. Uh, Ranger Muha, where is his Mr. Macklemore's um, personal effects? Where did you guys store those? There were no personal effects. This is how he showed up in the camp. No, no shoes, no shirt, or no no shoes, no coat, no belt. Just like that. After I defended myself, I continued to call for Agent Kramer. When I noticed the suspect was bleeding profusely, I knew that I had to get him back to the station if we were to save his life. I trusted that Agent Kramer, that his training would be sufficient enough for him to survive, and I figured that he would be smart enough to make it back to the camp and perhaps use the latest victim's equipment to keep warm until we could get back out there in the morning. Do you know which camp was the closest to where you were? The camp that you were at, it, how, what kind of equipment was around it? There was a tent and a sleeping bag within. And the other camp that you found, how far away was it from? Well, the, those other two camps were had been discovered yesterday and the day before how far apart were they they were all within about a three mile four mile radius of the station okay easy walk during that period of time this time of year it is not an easy walk at all okay so no shoes no jacket no belt nothing else and then i um Pull Ranger Muha aside and said, did you find a weapon on him? I assumed that it had flown from his hand when I shot him. It was dark out there. I couldn't take the time to search for his weapon. I couldn't even find Agent Kramer. I knew I had to get back to the station with the suspect. All right, let's uh let's go check on Ramirez and that sandwich, Mister Macamore. Why don't I'm you? I'm not just... hungry. I'll wait here and keep an eye on the suspect. Oh, there's no need for that. He's locked up securely. You have confidence in your jail cell, correct? I do. Well, why don't you join me then? I want to find out exactly on a map where this site is because we're going to go after Kramer now. Why don't you make a persuasion check? <laughs> oh no, <laughs> I fail these all the time. Uh okay, I got I got to roll under thirty. Come on, no problem. Hit it, brother. Oh gosh, nineteen. There no wait, no wait. Seventy nine. Sorry, you said nineteen first. That's okay. <laughs> no, I failed that. Seventy nine. Twenty seven. He looks at you and says, "I think I'll stay here." What do you need to stay here for? I would like to know why he tried to come at me. All right, since I, he's not leaving, I can't either. So I'll turn to Macklemore. Why did you come after Agent or Ranger Muha? I already told... And as he starts to explain, Muha says, this is a waste of time. Come, I'll show you on the map. Excellent. <laughs> uh, looks like Hold uh, that he thought, wants, Macklemore. Yeah. We'll be right back. Yeah. What else am I going to hold? I ain't got nothing in my pockets. Well, your dick, apparently, like you said. I got my <laughs> dick right here, but he didn't shoot that off. That guy's a motherfucker. <laughs> the door closes. You can see, what am I fucking? 
<laughs> Nose starts bleed. Um, so you begin to follow Ranger Muha out. Now we cut to Agent Makamura and Agent Kimura. <laughs> as you go to look for Ranger Belvin. Yeah. Where Tell was the last you... time? Sorry, go ahead, Jim. Or Handler. Where would you like to go look for him at? Um, we were in the corner between these two areas. We didn't see him in the kitchen or dining area. So we'll walk down that way uh, to the east, passing the kitchen and the dining nook. And we will just do a quick kind of sweep of the rooms. Okay. You go to the first room. Any door that's locked or closed, we will knock and, you know. First room you open, which is faces the hallway to the west. You open it up. It's a restroom. You see there's a stall in the northern corner. Looking under, you don't see any feet. It's empty. Okay. And I know we passed the dining area. There was an open door in there as well. Um, can I go into the dining area and sure. we'll take a peek? Yeah. As you go into the dining area, you see that there's a large oval table, four chairs sporadically placed around it, set center to a large bay window that looks out on the back side of the station. You also notice that there's an open doorway in the eastern wall. And just taking a moment to look outside, you see these beautiful lush trees. You see snow in the boughs of the trees and you see up in the sky that the entire exterior is illuminated by this large, large moon. I mean, it's one of those kind of moons that when you think that the moon should not be that big because it just looks so close to the earth, mm. it really gives credence to all the flat earthers out there. Um, Hail, fellow brothers. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I believe the, the planet looks like a dildo. So you look to the right and you see that that doorway in the eastern wall opens onto what appears to be a uh, like a utility room. Inside you see paneling, you see breakers, large throw switches, uh, all kinds of buttons, basically stuff to, to control the station itself. Okay. And then I guess if that just appears sort of standard, um, I'll take a peek behind the door, just make sure Belvin's is not hiding behind the doors. <laughs> no, he's not hiding behind the door. In fact, the door um, is flush against the wall. We will make our way south to uh, to the last set of doors and then to one the one that I know that leads into the big uh, uh, waiting room, yeah, the reception room, whatever it's yeah, called. Reception, you, yeah. You check the first room, you see there's a made bed, desk, chair. You check the, the first room, same thing. They, it looks identical. Both rooms look identical. And as you go to open up the door to the reception room, the door actually opens as you grow to grab the handle. And, and he's almost shocked that you're standing there. He's like, well, howdy, Rangers. Well, uh, howdy, <laughs> howdy, agents. Uh, what can I do for you? What we were just you? looking for you. Yeah, I, we just got a call. Oh, nothing to do with the case we have, is it? Actually, it, it is. Um hmm. Maybe you can uh, tell us about it on our way to meet with the, the rest of our agents. Uh, we were coming to look for you to inquire about use of the snowmobile and 
and maybe yeah. a map that shows us where we could go to look for Agent Kramer. Yeah, I said that's no problem. You could you could take the snowmobile. That's fine. Um, but I just received a call from your superior, uh, a Rebecca Thornhill. Yes, she wanted Thornhill. me to let you agents know that she's en route. She should be up here probably by morning, possibly. Um, oh, well. Yeah, it depends on how the roads, whether or not they they admit her or not. So well, I'm sure they will. She's been known to move mountains if she wishes. Yeah, um, she was saying something about make sure you have the, the suspect ready for transport. And she wanted, strange, but she wanted the bodies and and the the arrest report and uh she wanted uh, everything ready for the change of custody uh, is that that typical yes i mean depending on you know as you said with with our friend that's in the jail cell you said he came up and that he was missing for a number of years well uh, it's got to be some kind of a, a clerical error obviously i mean i ran his prints and it says that he's 33 years old, but that was like 27 years ago. Yeah, I mean, you but, look but, at the man now, he looks like he's 33 years old right now. It's just, I mean, there's got to be some kind of a fluke. Maybe that. I'm sure it's an error in the system. But that's yeah, that probably Y2K what's... bug took a lot of things down, you know. I... Yeah. Yeah, well, it's probably something that was flagged on their uh, reports as well. So they, they want to probably just check it out. And then also, you know, you're a ranger station, you know. We handle these type of monsters every day. What? And what the fuck? What do you mean monsters? <laughs> the people who would kill people in a in a tent. You know, the person who would murder complete strangers. Oh, we know? we get wackos up here all year long. I mean, I don't put it past that Macklemore guy. I mean, he came in, he had blood all over him. I exactly. Mean, you know, this is this is something that you know more suited towards the sheriffs or more importantly the fbi well i've been i've been with this department for three years working under ranger muha and he's taught me all kinds of woodcraft and everything i know the guy's a dinosaur <laughs> i'm sorry i know the guy's old uh but he yeah he, he just doesn't want to give up on the job you know he 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 lives for this job, basically. And I, I could tell you that he's, it's got to be a righteous shooting. I don't see him doing, you know, he, I don't understand why, why we're thinking monsters here. You know, we've got what we've got, right? I think you've misunderstood my use of monsters and took it in the literal form. I'm talking oh, about the monsters that I was, humans can become oh, when shit. they're deranged in the head. Uh, and I, I get like it that. now. Yes, yeah, so that is why that, that this case, three killings being serial killing, uh, that does happen to, you know, raise some flags for the FBI. Now, I've been doing some reading, and I know you, you guys are profilers from Quantico. And, Here, let us but, walk, too, while we're, we must meet with our other agents so you sure, can inform sure. them of our talk. He's like, you know, I do a lot of reading. I, I love reading stuff about, like, hunting minds and stuff, the, the things that... that you know those profilers put out but isn't this more of a spree killing somebody that that does a, a bunch of quick kills and then stops or is stopped potentially we don't know until we can you further more investigation really, really think this is a serial killer huh well i think anything more than two is considered a serial killing and 
if it happens one every sort of day, that's not considered all at once mass killing. That is a serial crime. Had you not stopped him, who knows what he could have done. Agent Kimuda, why are we dancing with this fool? Are, Are you... Please be more clear on who you're calling a fool. I would hate for the ranger here to think that we are making fun of him in any way. Do you mean as a, the, as a pause the prisoner? Here, as a pause here, outside game, being since each probably speaks Japanese and Makamura speaks Japanese, why don't they just speak Japanese to one another? You're saying all Asian guys speak Japanese? Well, no, it's obvious Makamura's got a accent, and each probably could switch between both with these. He was Yakuza. He's got to speak the language. Does he speak Japanese? course he's the last of a yakuza clan so maybe you retro that and have kimura ask in japanese yeah okay as you're as you're leading into uh talking with ranger belvin makamura puts his hand on your shoulder and says in very sophisticated high-end japanese why are we wasting our time with this fool ichi looks at Ranger Belvin, um, one second, please. My friend is not super familiar with the English language and had some questions, so I'm going to explain to him in Japanese. I will oh. turn to sure. I will turn. Yeah, please, just one one second, please. I will turn to Makamura-san and say, "The fool, meaning this ranger, or are you talking about the convict?" Hey, the ranger. Yes. Uh, well, I'm trying to get him to go into the other room but i've found that being a little bit kinder to people helps them not close up and wish to stop talking to us we need as much information as possible uh but he already gave us permission to take the snowmobile out and go find agent kramer do you have a map of where the last scene was Uh, that's what we need no do you have the appropriate cold weather gear do you have a weapon Yes, I do have a weapon. Okay, because you have the right here. <laughs> Get down with the fucking yes. gun. So yes, I do have yes. a weapon. So I think that we can go on our way as soon as we uh, reconvene with the other agents and let them know that one of our superiors is coming into town in the morning, and then you and I may go out. Do you know this Rebecca Thornhill son? Uh, abs- uh, yes, I do. I mean, we've actually had a few uh, missed coffee dates, if I recall. So she's oh, good. We she's uh, allies coming up. She's mountain. very uh, to the point. So don't consider her uh, terseness for rudeness. But she looks out for our best interest. You can say that. I want to hear you say that. Mm-hmm. Each absolutely. You didn't say that. Absolutely. This is this means yes. She looks out for our best interests. That is what I want to hear. The last time the last time we worked, she treated us with all the warmth and kindness of and I will, you know, use an obscure English word iceberg. Iceberg son. <laughs> yes. You say us. You mean Agent Odesso as well? Indeed. I like uh, Agent Odesso, son. 
you straight shooter, I can tell. Well, let's uh, let's cut this little minnow loose and <laughs> go and find a, the map of the area. And Agent Kramer. Of course. Then we find out the truth. And he comes back into his English. Well, let's go. Howdy. <laughs> Is that what? Howdy? Uh, yeah, howdy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys ready to... Uh, let me let me show you where the map's at. And, uh, Absolutely. Now I'll, I know where the the crime scene is at because when we went out earlier in the day, uh, Ranger Muha and myself. So I, I think he's still with your partner down the down in the holding area. So I could show you where it's at if you'd like on the map. That would be fantastic. And he leads you north up the hallway into the dining room, and there's some shelving, and he actually starts pulling a map of the area off and he lays it on the table as he's laying it on the table you see agent Odesso and Ramirez and Ranger Muha file in from the west opening but, agents a word I was going to say by this time Ramirez has like all kinds of stuff from this kitchen I don't know what they have but he's like deep in making food and part of this, he's making like these sweet Dagwood sandwiches, but he's also like cataloging everything in this kitchen. Agent like he turns Martin. around, he's got, got the kiss the cook apron on, and he's just, he's just in his own, man. But he's making food for everybody. I love the Dagwood sandwich reference, although I don't know how many people have read the comic strip Blondie. Yeah. <laughs> I have not, so I am completely... I believe it's just a sandwich type, they call it, right? Yeah, he's putting everything, including the kitchen sink, on this thing. But like You're I said, it's... you me hungry, man. As, as a, you know, he's like frying up a couple eggs if they got them. You know, he's putting these things together. Agent uh, Makamura, would you be able to please have uh, Ranger Belvin show us the location? I need to brief Agent Odessa and Ramirez of, of our superior coming tomorrow morning. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes in. <laughs> So he goes into the dining room and you see that he and Belvin and Muha are kind of looking at the you know, looking over the table at the map. Belvin's pointing at something, so is Muha. And uh you know, he's drawing some so Okay. So Ramirez, Odesso, and, and Muha is theirs too, I assume? Yeah, all three of them are in the dining room. Okay. Ramirez just like thumbs up over his shoulder. I got you, babe. So Ichi walks over to the agents and to Muha. Speaking to the agents, not really concerned about Muha. Agent Odessa, Ramirez, uh, Ranger Belvin's had a call from Miss Thornhill. She said that she will be oh, up in the morning to... Uh, in the morning? Boy, she's in the morning to take, yes, to, uh, to take the prisoner and take any of the uh, victims and things like that. Ranger Muha, I thought you should know as well, of course, uh, since she will be coming to your station. He's actually in the in the dining room with those uh, guys. I'll be yelling it then. Okay. Uh, then I'll just tell them, and we'll deal with Muha afterwards. Okay. So same thing I just said, agents. When you say Thornhill, it's like, ch -ch -ch -ch, and you hear the knife stop, and then it starts cutting again. Yeah. Rusty bread. Thornhill again. Well. Last time, I wonder if she's part of the problem that got us in their current situation. 
I just don't know. What do you think, Each? I don't trust her. Well, Heisenberg did tell us we would be dealing with her. He did. Doesn't mean we gotta like it. And I say we yeah. keep her under a close eye. Well, if she's gonna come in as she did the last time, as the cleanup committee, I wouldn't mind uh, letting the ranger, or at least the rangers, know that maybe they should be getting out of Dodge, but I don't know how that would help our case. <laughs> no, she's going to come up with a full crew. We're going to be outnumbered and outgunned. doesn't bode well for us if she decides that we're part of the problem. Well, I'm, I'm more worried about what she's going to do to the innocents. You know, I, I have no doubts that this prisoner who's covered in blood and somehow able to survive three gunshot wounds to the chest and be out in the mountains in regular gear... I'm sure he's not who I'm concerned about now. I'm more concerned about helping our friend find his agent friend and potentially getting these rangers who are going to be collateral damage come morning. Very likely. We should get out there as soon as possible. Let's, um, what do you think? Are you and Makamura go out there together? We will be going out together. He is armed. I am as well, but I just pat my side where I have the tire iron. Um, something a little more substantial. I was able to uh, liberate this uh, six-shot pistol here. Perhaps you'd want that? No? I think uh, it's better to, for you to have that here with our friend in the pen. I, uh, like... Out of character, mm -hmm. uh, I am better at unarmed combat. Like even the, even having the, the crowbar or the, the tire iron, it's like um, I attack worse with that. I attack worse with firearms. I attack better unarmed, so... Maybe you stay with the werewolf that's in the pen and melt down some rings or something to get a silver bullet. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be out there staying warm with Makomura, which yeah. is just Makomore uh, in the Japanese sort of uh, cadence. Oh. Makomura. Okay. Wonder. Okay. Can you bring Ramirez up to speed? Yeah, he's oh, yeah. standing there he's, listening to He's everything. standing there with you guys. Yeah. So. Oh, okay. He turns well, around and he's got like two doggy bags and he's like written your names on it. So he hands one to Ichimura and he hands one to Makamura. He's like, all right, guys, uh, to go, because I know you, you want to go. spelled my name wrong. It's Ichimaru. No, it's on the back that way. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do they have uh, in this kitchen to drink? Do they have any, uh, you know, mountain water, fire water here? Yeah, make a search check. Actually, no. What, make a make a luck roll. All right, this is uh, D twenty. D twenty. Have to be well, really lucky. What do you got? Yeah, two. I got a twelve. A couple 12? guys in a ranger station. You know they got a case of Bud Light somewhere. Actually, there is no beer, but there is a bottle of Woodford whiskey. Oh, we did get shelf. <laughs> Woodford whiskey. Yep. For the discerning gentleman, the smooth taste goes down nice and calm like a beam. And there's eighty percent of the bottle left. 80% of the Woodford whiskey. He interrupted okay. my commercial. How dare I'm you? Sorry. We're going to no. get a plug yeah. for that. Too. We're sponsored, get... baby. Yeah. They don't pay us. Mm. I wish they um, would. <laughs> so you see that Makamura rises up from leaning over, over the table, and so do the two rangers. Uh, I have the location. Let me know when you're ready to go out each I will hand him his sandwich with his uh, bag with his little, you know, food in there and say, I'm ready. 
I will hand mine to uh, uh, Odessa and say, can you make sure that our friend in the cell has something to eat? Will do. I don't think I'm hungry right now. <laughs> right. Got it. So Ranger Belvin walks you each and Makamura out to the front, shows you where the the snowmobile is. He's like, it's right under there, right underneath that awning over there. You can see, you know, there's like a, a lone 60-watt bulb that's kind of shining from above this, this basically just like an open shed. He's all, the key should be in it. That's uh, That's usually what we do here. And just remember, you want to keep going northwest. Try, there's a compass on there. Yeah, just stay going that direction. It should get you guys. I know where we are going. Don't worry about it. Anyways, I'm just trying to trying to look out for you guys. Okay. Thank Can you I, very much, Ranger. Okay. Yeah, you Make guys. Sure take they easy. got a full tank of gas. Yeah, there should be enough gas in there. It doesn't use up that much. I mean, we ride that thing all week, so we're good to go. Bye-bye. And he closes the door. Can Ramirez kind of palm the whiskey, like maybe under a tray or something, with some food and a couple glasses and head down towards the prisoner? Make a dex roll for that. I got a 39 under 50. Okay, yeah, you you manage to keep that under, and you see, as you start making your way, following Odesso towards that hallway, you see Ranger Muha kind of watching the two of you go, and he just kind of limps his way over to the coffee machine, puts a mug in there, starts filling up another cup. You guys make your way towards the cell. Agent Makamura. And each, you guys make your way out to the snowmobile. You see that the snowmobile is just bathed in blood. Dry blood. Oh, okay. Because they transported the guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? I was thinking the same thing until it caught up to me. Like, oh yeah, well, of course. Well, on this flat earth, on our snowmobiles bleed. <laughs> he gets on it. Turns the key. Explodes. Hits the ignition button. Get on each. We're going to ride like the wind. <laughs> what a great Christopher Cross song. Let's go. And we will ride off into next episode. <laughs> yeah. Well done. I was wondering how you were going to do that. <laughs> it's so. fucking coming down. Yeah, man. I fucking can feel it. It's I'm having down. so much fun. I just, I'm really just the, you know, tension, hey, dude. Hey, Tone, I was going to roll in with uh, if Belvins was giving me shit that the the ranger station and all that's federal land, and that's why the FBI was called out. Is that legit that is, or That no? makes that's sense. Why, if, if that's why you guys are there. With, okay, okay, that's what I thought. I, yeah, I was hoping to keep service. it nice for him, though. Yeah, I think uh, Heisenberg mentioned that. Anyways, have a good yeah. night, guys. Love you. Later Love you, too, bro. Ness, I'm Is sorry. That, that, that's Nietzsche, right? I'm not sure. You stare is, into is he a the, writer? You stare into the crack long enough and the starfish stares back? Is, Something uh, like that, yes. But I, the I smell is always the worst. No, don't we, go in mustache first, Agent. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us once again on World of Hard 20 Podcast. 
Remember, you can find us and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Podcasts, and Audible. And if you like what you're listening to, leave us that five-star rating and review. We also have a YouTube channel at Hard 20 so if you're into watching, head on over and hit that subscribe bell. We can also be found in the wild on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, so don't forget to look for us there and check us out. You can also contact the show directly at RollTheHard20Podcast at gmail.com or head on over to the website at RollTheHard20Podcast.com where you can download the current show directly, pick and choose past shows from our archives, or view our galleries. We've got a lot of stuff posted there, so check us out. And finally, join us on our Patreon page at Patreon.com slash RollTheHard20Podcast where you can become a hard slinger and pick up swag. So until next session... Keep your dice warm and your glass topped off as you roll those hard 20s.